0: It's time for the Drives Top 5 at 5. Waiting time on your Wednesday, 5 o'clock, here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith at the controls for another 60 minutes or so. Baron Marcus back in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Marcus has your Top 5 at 5. What you got, Marcus?
1: Thank you, Russell. At number one, Titans hire new general manager, Rand Carthon, Top 49ers executive. The Titans hired him away from San Francisco on Wednesday. He actually interviewed for the job Friday with the panel of Titans executives, including owner Amy Adams Strunk. He brings 15 years of experience to the Titans from the San Francisco 49ers, the Los Angeles slash, Slash St. Louis Rams, and as a scout for the Atlanta Falcons before that.
0: Bear, what are your thoughts on the hiring of Rand Carthon? With the Titans I already made my mixed feelings known In hour number one You like it, don't like it Jury's out
2: Uh, Jury's out I mean, you know They did have some really good um, Free agency acquisitions Um, I would be more interested In whoever was um, Had more to do with their draft I mean Is Lynch still out there?
1: Uh, Yeah Yeah
2: I mean they they put together a you know very quietly and kind of under the radar they put together a juggernaut of a team out there. I mean they're the front runner to win the Super Bowl right now, aren't they?
0: I don't know if they're the front runner. I mean they I've seen I, several I, maybe on the NFC side of it, but I still think the Bills and the and the Chiefs are would be my teams to beat.
1: Well, I'm riding with the dog. At number 2 Uh, Eagles' Jalen Hurts says he's not worried about the Giants targeting his shoulder. It's well known that the Eagles quarterback is playing through a sprained throwing shoulder, which could become a target for the Giants in their divisional round playoff game this weekend. Uh, Seemed unfazed. He said, it's football. I've got a bounty on me every week I go out there on the field. So I'm going to go out there and just play my game and whatever happens, happens. Feel like he's got a bounty on his head, Russ?
0: I think NFL teams learned their lesson in Bounty Gate. That kind of behavior and talk is frowned upon. And I don't know if they literally have a bounty in the locker room. Probably not.
2: But... Ain't nobody pulling up on him. I guarantee that.
0: Yeah, they they smell blood in the water. They they know this guy's hurt, and it's probably worth it to them to take a 15-yarder if somebody gets a really good shot on him. And, you know, I'm not talking about like a just blatant cheap shot, but yeah. I don't think anybody's going to be depositing him gently on the ground if they get a, a sack or a chance to tackle him. And, you know, how, how much does he avoid running? You know, that's a big part of his game, obviously. And it's playoff times. How much can he really cut it loose for Philly?
2: I, I don't know, but, you know, like they said on the wire, if you go with the king, you best not miss. He'll, he will make you pay. In spades. If you if you don't get him down, or if you're just going for a kill shot instead of just trying to make a good sound tackle, go 70 yards the other way.
1: At number three, sticking with the NFL playoffs, the uh, Dallas Cowboys have signed an extra kicker, (laughs) Tristan Visicanio. That's not think how you say it. Visicanio? Yeah. Uh, Viscaino. Sure. They still plan to have Brett uh, Maher, even though he did miss four extra points during their wild card game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they wanted to bring an extra kicker in there to uh, have ready, just in case. Man. You just kicker in the National Football League
0: one, one week, cruising, playing for a good team in the playoffs, life is good, making bank. Got a relatively easy job on the football field. You're not blocking 300 pounders or anything like that. And next thing you know, one bad Monday night in Tampa, and you're a punchline, you're a laughing stock, and your job is in jeopardy. Life comes at you fast in the NFL.
1: You were not wrong about that. At number four, uh, Nadal is knocked out early during the Australian Open after his upset loss to McKenzie McDonald. Number one seed and defending champion Nadal was shocked on Wednesday in the second round of the 2023 Australian Open, falling 6-4, 6-4, 7-5 to American Mackenzie McDonald.
0: I think it said he, he's dealing with a hip injury.
1: Correct. Yeah, that's um, he He suffered a hip injury and needed to be checked uh, by a doctor. He did finish the match, but he was clearly limited by the ailment. How old is he now, Russ?
0: Oh, You're a tennis uh, guru. Yeah, I mean, I think he's my age. I mean, he's got to be pushing 40.
2: Well, if he's your age, he's past 40.
0: you got to be uh, so precise about it here, Bear. I mean, who's I'm not splitting hairs here? He's 36.
2: Yeah, so, he's practically so my you're age. age. Yeah,
1: your age. Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: <laughs> that's that's old an old man in tennis
1: play. world, isn't it? Yeah, that's very old. I mean, it
0: It's stunning to me, you know... <laughs> back uh back in my day if i can get up on the porch for a second like you know uh, 30 was old for a tennis player like you you at your prime in your mid to late tw- 20s and then uh, you you fall off drastically and seeing you know nadal still playing at a high level 36 federer playing until he's about 40 djokovic in, in his mid 30s and still dominant um the sports science nutrition and Health angle of it has improved greatly. It's pretty impressive.
1: And finally, at number five, uh, a claim of mammoth bones has brought treasure hunters to the New York City River during a. D- yeah, during, yeah, the woolly mammoth.
2: You know, the elephants, hairy elephants, for us. Remember those things?
0: Haven't they been extinct for like a thousand years?
1: That is correct.
0: Uh, oh, I don't remember them there.
1: Re- you know
2: what the hell I meant be wise go ahead Marcus
1: yes uh, a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast recently claimed that a boxcar worth of potentially valuable prehistoric prehistoric mammoth bones were dumped in the river back in the 1940s so Why? despite the lack of evidence <laughs> uh, people have shot their way over to the New York City River to try to find it using diving apparatuses boats technology for remote operated cameras Right now, which river is this? The East River. Uh yes, the East River. That's what I figured. They might find other kind of bones, you know. You would yeah, have to
2: really. seal me inside of uh, there. Is I tell you, you've, you've never been to New York, Marcus? Once. Did you go by the East River? I did not. It's not the kind of. It's not a body of water you just want to jump into without uh, proper protection.
0: Kramer swam in it, as I recall.
2: And didn't he get real sick? I don't, uh, I don't know. I feel like he did.
1: So uh, John Reeves, an Alaskan gold miner, who was the guest on Joe Rogan's podcast, said that some of the materials that were brought to the New York City decades ago to be handed over to the American Museum of Natural History, apparently some of them were dumped in the river if they seemed unsuitable for the museum back in I, I, that time. I mean,
2: talk to me. How much
1: are these bones worth? Uh, it doesn't give a precise amount, but I would say the value of it is extremely high, given that mammoth like tusks. Like, like what think, are you basing that on? The article. Oh, okay. And certain quotes from him that the were using. the... Well, because think about with elephant tusks are extremely valuable to ivory. They're also highly illegal to Correct. have in your possession. But if you were to find mammoth tusks and, and bones, imagine what you could do with that probably have
2: to turn it over to a museum or somebody with the
0: government you say turn it over i say sell for millions
1: sell sell sell
0: i mean what what happened you find it in the i feel like you find it in the east river finders keepers right i don't know
2: they're really they're really, really
1: really really strict on ivory it's like 80 years ago right back in the 40s so like you know is there really? I,
2: I-, I would think that that would be cost prohibitive. I mean, it's not like they're just going to be sitting on the bottom. They're going to be buried in all the, all the muck. Ugh.
0: Yeah, what do you do? Do you have like an underwater metal detector or something that you can...
2: Uh, considering that ivory is not metal there, genius. Well, he said that it was dumped in a case,
0: you well- stooge.
1: <laughs> they said a boxcar's worth, so I don't know if that necessarily means they dumped the whole boxcar over. No,
2: they didn't dump the boxcar. Well, I don't
1: know. I mean,
2: Sometimes with you, too.
0: Like what, do you, what do you think? They just dumped the tusks in by themselves? I mean,
2: w- would a tusk float? It sounds like it was bones. Marcus is the one who brought up there could
1: be tusks well, amongst them. tusks would be a part of the bones. That's what they are. The Tusks, bones, all the same I'm thing. I'm doubting that they dumped the tusks even that that long ago. Those
2: uh, things were worth a lot of money back then, too. I don't know. It's
1: probably made into piano keys. Russell, if uh, you help finance it, I will. Uh, I'll go into the East River for you and find find you something. Hashtag I'll
0: pray for Marcus. <laughs> I'll send you Marcus Young Expedition. Thank you, Marcus. That is the top five at five here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear and Marcus cruising with you here on a Wednesday afternoon edition of the show. Porsons brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. NFL playoffs heating up, and with FanDuel, every play. Is a rush. New customers join today so you can bet the divisional round of the NFL playoffs with $150 in free bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with our promo code DRIVE 1, and you can bet on whichever NFL divisional game you want this weekend. You can bet on the point spread. You can bet on the money line. You can do player props. You can do the same game parlay. You're a new customer and you're not into the betting thing, like just jump in, in the the point spread. Just just try that and, and that'll that'll whet your appetite a little bit. And $150 in free bets guaranteed. I mean, what do you got to lose? Uh, just jump on there and give it a try. America's number one sports book, FanDuel. You can play it your way, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss out. Place your first five dollar bet to get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets. Win or lose, you sign up with our promo code, DRIVE1. That's D-R-I-V-E, and the number one. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. You must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline one 800 889 97 89 open lines the rest of the way here we're talking tennessee basketball as the volunteers survive an ugly first half performance a magnificent second half performance particularly the last 10 minutes of the game to run away from mississippi state in starkville last night and now we turn our attention to lsu coming up in baton rouge this weekend Poll question in the field: Which regular season basketball game do you most want to see the balls win? Two hundred forty-five votes cast now on Twitter. Fifty-three point five percent say they want to see the balls win at Kentucky. Told you. Thirty-nine point five percent say they want to see Tennessee win the Alabama game. So that's that's actually a lot closer than I thought it would be after our initial discussion. I was thinking it might be no. like 90 percent Kentucky. It's only half.
2: I think if Alabama was not doing it, as good as they are. I mean, I want to win in Rupp, and, and I, I hope that the coal miner with the horrendous hygiene is in there to watch it. I hope he cries. We'll have a trail. You can see a trail of tears down through the coal dust on his face. It's
0: a little harsh. 5% want to see Tennessee win the Texas game, and 2.5% say Auburn is the big one. Uh, I th- again, I, I think if Tennessee – Pearl had a little streak going against the Vols for a minute there. It, it, Tennessee was able to get the dub in Thompson Bowling last year against a really good Auburn team with Jabari Smith and Walker Kessler, and I think that kind of – it got a little bit of a monkey off Rick Barnes's back. So I, I think that that one – I guarantee you that uh, percentage around Auburn would be a lot higher.
2: That, and I, I think if it were – like we put this poll in the field, you know, like Auburn week, like Bruce Bur- – kind of quiet this season and probably because you know we got the monkey off our back last year so but yeah i i don't want to lose to bruce
0: let's go to the phones 865-546-8200 your number to get on with us this afternoon we'd love to hear from you if you want to comment on any of that 865-546-8200 tj the kentucky fan is next what's up tj Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing today? Doing all right. You sound better, TJ. Like there's a there's a cheeriness to your voice. You sound be- like the we've been talking to you for the last couple of weeks. You've been down in the dumps, questioning everything. You've deleted your Twitter, and now all of a sudden, just two wins, just two wins is all it took. And now, all of a sudden, TJ is back. The birds are chirping. The sun is shining. He's feeling good again.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, it happens. You know, you guys have been there where you're in the dumps. You don't want to be seen in public. You don't want to, you know, come out of the closet, and then you start doing good, and, you know, you come back out again, and it's sunny outside, and the rain is gone, and you see a rainbow. So everybody's been there as as a sports fan. Um, I'm going to take the blue goggles off and ask if you could take the orange goggles off, and I'm going to ask you an NCAA question. You know, usually in basketball, up to this point, it's, we're in January. You can usually tell, like, hey, those three teams, they're head and shoulders above everybody else, and it's not close. Zion-Duke team, uh, even if they don't win the title, you know, uh, 2012 Anthony Davis team, uh, it's the Baylor team from a couple of years ago. Do you think there is one, two, three teams this year that is head above everybody else just not record but also just how they play that you can say I'll take these three you take these three teams you take the field I'm pretty confident with these teams
0: no I I really don't and we kind of talked about that with Steve Hamer last hour where I think there's a lot of parity and I think just you know, within the conference, for example, I, I think Alabama uh, has shown themselves so far to be the best team in the in the SEC. I don't think it's a runaway, but it, I mean, there's certainly not a dominant team in this league. And then you look at like Houston and I know UConn has, has dropped off considerably, but like, you know, how good is, houston i don't have their schedule in front of me but i mean we all know the conference they play and it's not as good as the power five conferences and i know they're number one with a bullet uh and and they're a good program but i mean i, I don't think they're dominant i, I think dominant. they can be beaten kansas lost um last night purdue was in a dogfight with michigan state probably should have lost that a couple days ago um no i, I don't see an absolutely dominant team in college basketball this year.
3: So I was watching a little bit of the Tennessee game last night before the Kentucky game came on. I hate those nine o'clock tips, by the way, I, they need to do away with that. I mean, push the games to six and eight or something like that. Those nine o'clock tips are horrible. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say – Tennessee is still a great team in my opinion. Kentucky's still a great team in my opinion. There's a lot of great teams out there. What does it seem to be the struggle for Tennessee right now in the past two or three games? I know you guys won last night. You pulled away. But it was a game there for a while. Um, I know you got some injuries. Is it? Do you think it's really that Barnes – just ran the guys ragged against those teams that were were lesser opponents and you think the guys just got a little dead leg
0: I don't think so I mean some might disagree but last night Zakai Ziegler plays all 40 minutes he didn't come off the court and he played poorly at the beginning of the game and really well in the last 10 minutes of the game so if this team was dead legged as some are suggesting that doesn't line up in, in my mind, if, if they were dead-legged, it would have been the opposite, right? He would have played well at the beginning and then faded down the stretch, but the exact opposite happened. So I don't think so. I mean, it's just like, you know, if I asked you what, what's Kentucky's issue, you could probably talk for an hour about it, right? And what is <laughs> Tennessee's issue? What would be their downfall? projecting forward. I mean, there's a couple of things At first of all, they missing two guys, you know, last night that, that hurt. Um, um, but beyond that lack of a go-to guy offensively, um, not much depth at the point guard position, inconsistent production across the board, but particularly in the post for Tennessee. Um, th- those are the areas if we're nitpicking that, are kind of giving the balls trouble right now.
3: Well, hey, look, I know we got we uh, play again in a couple of weeks. I've got that game circled, of course. I know, I know for a fact you guys do, but I think Cal has found his seven guys in Oscar with a 37 and 24 last night. Hey, look, I think the season just started over, baby. Let's go. Y'all have a good one, man.
0: <laughs> He's feeling himself, man. He's feeling himself. You guys caught us overlooking it was your Super Bowl TJ and Georgia had you guys beat they just ran out of gas the other night we got something for you we'll, we'll see what's up we'll see what's up in Rupp next month
1: you know Russell I thought it was really interesting We're you gonna know run it back what's that Marcus TJ said in that in this call that Kentucky's a great team if I recall if not, maybe one or two calls ago, TJ was telling us how terrible Kentucky was. Oh, he was despondent.
0: So no, they, they, They've done an about-face. They're back. Two yeah. games. They're, they're back. They, Cal, like they beat us down
2: they, here and barely beat a horrible Georgia team.
0: They're, they're ready Mikey to White. extend Cal's lifetime contract now. They wanted to rip it up last week. They're ready to extend it now. Morons. <laughs> All of them. Eight six five. I want to win and up bad. Five four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the show this afternoon. Let's take a quick timeout right here. We'll come back find out who's on the docket. Brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Carac Pro Attorneys. Back with more after this. The docket brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Pro Attorneys, Michigan co-offensive coordinator. Matt Weiss has been placed on leave amid an investigation by university, university police following a, quote, report of computer access crimes. What? I read this article, Russ. What the hell is a computer access crime? Well, let's explore. The incident allegedly took place during December 21st to the 23rd at Chimbeckler Hall, the team's football facility, though no additional details have been released by University of Michigan police. January 5th report in the university's daily crime and fire log references, quote, fraudulent activity involving someone accessing university emails accounts without authorization. Weiss is not specifically mentioned in that report. He's not been involved with either team or recruiting activities since his suspension, nor has he been allowed in the team facilities. The investigation remains ongoing. According to a police spokesman, Weiss did coach for Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl against TCU on the uh, New Year's Eve playoff game. But Weiss reached for comment by ESPN said he's aware the investigation is cooperating with authorities, looks forward to the matter being resolved but could not comment any further. So, I mean, does that mean he was looking at somebody's email without? Yeah, I mean that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Is like he was, and he's accessing a computer in a illegal way, allegedly, a way he's not supposed to. Hmm. The computers are you into trouble, Russ. They can. They can. I'm interested to see what he what he was doing. I mean, is he changing grades? Is he looking in somebody's email that like is not his? Is yeah. Is that illegal? That happens all the time at Fan Run Radio.
2: What? Well, that's because all these dumbasses we work with leave themselves logged in. I never look well, at anybody's email. I just log them
0: out. Well, I don't think it's. I mean, it's it's an easy mistake to make. I've I've done it before, but I mean, it's like you, you know, you open your email at home on your laptop. You're like you don't sign out It's your laptop, right? And so you're working on the station computer. You log into your Gmail account. You're downloading stuff, and then like you get into another program. You're doing, and you just forget, and you leave it there. And uh, I mean, it happens all the time. I, I usually
2: I just log them out now. Well, uh, I, I always do. What do you mean, usually? Well, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> so, on, on email, I do now. If you, if in the past, I've come across a couple of people, <clears throat> Trey Wallace, who left their Twitter account logged in. Yeah, that's that too. That's fun time for me. Well, and I mean. It's fun time, and when you're
0: doing it to your good buddy, and you're just kind of goofing on him. But I mean, is that legal? Like, it it always it, it's a, it's a weird feeling, right? When you open up the computer and you see somebody else's email is logged in there, it's like, oh, I shouldn't be seeing this.
2: Oh, with like you pull it up, and there's like an email already open. No,
0: just like when you, you realize in somebody else is logged in there. It's just an
2: immediate like, ooh, yeah. Somebody. I immediately click log out. Unless, like I said, it's a Twitter, and then I might. Send well, what's out a the tweet? difference? Because, like, like that time Trey left himself logged in, I, you know, tweeted out from Trey's account at the drive and me and so you why were is that okay, but like, like snooping through emails isn't. Because email is kind of like mail to me. it's correspondence. But well, what just, is Twitter? that's just goofing. That's me getting in Trey. If Trey's dumb enough to leave his Twitter account logged in, I'm going to get in there and say Bear and Russell are the greatest sports talk radio hosts of all time. I'm in awe of their talent. I hope to one day uh, be half as good as they are. And then i log out, take a screenshot of it, and pin it. That's not like going through. I would never go through Trey's email.
0: Did you go through mine?
2: Hell no. It's your personal business.
0: Well, I have two emails. I have I have a personal email. I have a station email. The station one's the one that I sometimes accidentally locked in there, and I don't think there's anything.
2: Uh, I don't think there's anything incriminating in my personal email, but uh, certainly like not going the, through the somebody's phone or text messages. Like is like a no no. Feel guilty doing it. You ever go through your kid's phone?
0: I mean, I think uh, I don't feel guilty about that at all. I mean, that's 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 a a
2: responsibility as a parent. Well, that and technically, I mean, it's it's your phone.
0: I mean, there's too many creepers out there. Anyway, moving along. Florida quarterback uh, Jaden Rashada, let's get into this here for a second, asking out of his national letter of intent last night after a $13 million name, image, and likeness deal Fell through. Russell, why are you reading this on the docket, you may ask? Well, that's a good question. Apparently, according to ESPN, the situation could have long term ramifications for both Billy Napier and the Gators, as Rashad's representatives, you know, like that 17 year old kid, he's got representatives now. Oh, yeah. His, re- his representatives could file a lawsuit against the Gator Collective. And maybe the athletic department. Sweet. Please. Please sue the Florida Gators athletics department. Please. Breach of contract. I don't know. Is that... Are we risking the wrath of the whatever from high top the thing?
2: Yeah, a little bit. But <laughs> with that being said, um, you did see that the NCAA is trying to get uh, the lawsuit thrown out or blocked uh, the one where they're – I can't remember. I think it may be something to do with Stanford. Uh, the lawsuit to classify college athletes as employees, which is all tied in all this NIL and everything. I mean, this is all one big ball of trouble.
0: Well, I, I do – I mean, i got mixed feelings. I mean, I, I know it's fashionable to rip on the NCAA and say players should be able to make all kinds of money and everything, and I generally agree with that up to a point. But, um, you know, I saw the new – ncaa president speaking about this last week and he's like look i'll do this job it's a thankless job somebody's got to do it i'll do it but we've got to come to a point as a society right because this is you know basically uh congress is going to have to decide some of this the courts are going to have to decide some of this he's like if if we're going to have an ncaa or any sort of college sports governing body. It would be something else, right? If NCAA went away tomorrow and something else took its place, we have to have somebody, a rules body, right? If we're going to have a rules body, they've got to be able to act without fear of litigation. Like You're going to have to figure out what the rules are. We're going to have to come to some sort of consensus on this. I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. Otherwise, we'd have done it by now. Or there would, at the very least, be a large group of people, uh, a a large amount of momentum behind a specific movement. And and there just isn't right now. And so you've got these organizations flailing in the wind. Meanwhile, you've got a 17-year-old kid without a home right now. He's committed to Miami. Presumably, he decommitted and committed to Florida because they're offering a better NIL deal. $13 million is a lot of money it's interesting that the one rule is supposed to be Nil cannot be used as a recruiting inducement and here we are just it's not saying the quiet part out loud is not quiet anymore I mean it's just named he had a four-year 13 million dollar contract yeah to, to go to Florida pay for and, play and I mean it's obvious that they're not following through on that and and so now he's not going and evidently his representatives are saber rattling in the media, threatening to sue about it. It's crazy.
2: Sure. Let's get it all in the court. That's what I want. Chaos. Chaos is a ladder. Russell it's mass chaos. Yeah. I thrive in chaos.
0: Marcus does bear thriving chaos. I would Def- s- thrive. <laughs> 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 Cause I've, I've seen uh, uh, chaos and like, I, I mean, you're, I, I don't
1: know. Lots of yelling, screaming. Here's what anger, I, here's what I would say. Threats of violence. He would thrive in the chaos when he's not involved. Like if he pulled out a lawn chair, sat out on the porch and just like watched the chaos happening. Yeah, he would absolutely thrive and be I mean, is happy. that thriving? I don't think that's thriving. It's just enjoying. Well, I enjoy chaos.
2: But uh, I was thriving in it yesterday. Marcus was losing his mind, and i sat over oh, we here yeah. cool. As it sounded a like you
0: thrived. It sounded like you thrived when you let Jamie come in here and walk all over you, like
2: a, like a. I was uh, a little distracted. Marcus was was sprinting between here and the out in the outer offices back and forth. I was doing everything I could to,
1: do what was right for you and the he captain. Was, he was the drive.
2: flipping the hell out, Russ. Bless his heart. But you were thriving. Well yeah, I got a little distracted by Marcus's gesticulations and wild behavior. Uh, I don't I don't I don't hear whenever I hear somebody thriving, the word distracted often
0: does not enter.
2: I uh, you should I wish we had video of uh of young uh young Marcus Young yesterday. Felt like he was letting you, anytime he feels like he's letting you down, Russ, he flips.
0: Well you should. You don't want to <laughs> let me down, Marcus. You want to see me when I'm angry. <laughs> That is the docket brought to you by Fox & Farmer, the Car Wreck Pro Attorneys. Check them out online, foxandfarmer.com. Set up a free consultation there. Tell them Fan Run Radio sent you. They'll take extra good care of you. Or you could call them up the old-fashioned way on what us old-timers call the telephone. 865-531-9400 is the series of digits you would enter to speak to a human being at Fox & Farmer. Again, they don't get paid unless you do. So what do you got to lose? Give them a ring, set up the appointment online, do what you got to do, and talk to Fox and Farmer. Over 100 years of combined experience helping East Tennesseans just like you get the settlements they deserve. Again, that number for Fox and Farmer, 865-531-9400. Foxandfarmer.com. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines where Chris is up next. Good afternoon, Chris. Yes, uh, this Rashada
4: deal, this NIL crap. I mean, it, just go back to the – it was set up to be for students who were already on campus, but the NIL screwed the – I mean, the NCAA screwed the pooch as they normally do and let it you know, start to get out to high school students.
0: Well, I mean, how's the NCAA supposed to stop it? They don't have any jurisdiction well, they, over high school.
4: That's what I'm saying. that They can't. And, you know,
0: as long as I'm a member
4: of Spire Volunteer Club, anybody there? This thing needs to join in. Every every little
0: bit helps, even if it's five dollars a month. It all adds up. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's helped Tennessee. I mean, they've navigated it about as perfectly as you can. can the past couple of years, obviously, it was a big draw to land Nico. Um, it sounds like the Spire guys are killing it. Quite yeah. frankly, it's I know like that-
4: he's it's he- sorry. Go ahead.
0: I, I, I was just gonna say i know that they probably wish they had a little bit more money in their war chest i'm sure everybody does in the country i mean you know just like everybody listening to this show wishes they had a little bit more money in their bank account but i mean look at the results tennessee's killing it right now and i haven't heard anything about you know funds not going through players missing payments and, and things like that what's happened down in florida
4: no, I mean, of course, if we did give Nico eight million dollars, it's not all guaranteed. A lot of it's incentives and all that kind of stuff. It's not like we wrote him a check for eight million dollars.
0: No, and I think um, you know, in in this Rashada case, four years, thirteen million dollars. I would imagine that's spread out and like that's contingent on him being there four years, right? If if he left after one year, then then maybe the contract becomes null and void or something like that. Uh, I'm sure that kind of language is written into all of these deals, but, I mean, it sounds like they didn't even make the first payment, it sounds like. I mean, it's just, they got way out in front of their skis, evidently, and promised something they couldn't deliver on.
4: And as far as, you know, know, I would feel bad for Billy Nacre if he went at Florida, because none of this is his fault. But I do feel bad for the Florida fans. Oh, wait a minute, to quote Willie Wonka, wait a minute, strike that, reverse it.
0: (laughs) I was going to say you're a lot more forgiving nature than I am.
4: I mean, I just, I mean, I'm all for NILs that helps Tennessee, which obviously it has (laughs) to this point.
0: Well, and other thing
4: Florida was counting on the, I think he was a five-star quarterback that was leaving LSU. They thought they were going to get him in the portal. Today he committed Ole Miss.
0: Yeah. That's what I was seeing uh, earlier. Mm -hmm. So many uh, things being sent on Twitter this afternoon, but, um, there was uh, somebody sent a link to a Florida fan lamenting uh, the the quarterback who transferred from LSU to Ole Miss. They thought they were going to get him, and um, I guess it's going to be the Graham Mertz show down there in Gainesville this year. And that doesn't seem to be too enticing for Florida fans right now, based off what I'm seeing online.
4: I mean, the way offense is now, if you don't have a quarterback, you have nothing. It's not like it was ten years ago when Greg McElroy. You know, John David Phillips, Blake, Sam's just handed the ball off to the run back behind the stud offensive line. They do for 150 yards, and they can win the title. It's totally changed now.
0: Are you confident in that game, Chris? You think Big Joe goes down there to the swamp and drains that place?
4: I do. I think we win by 14 or more. Oh, like I said it. You don't have a quarterback, you're dead. The way the game, look at the NFL. You know, the game has totally changed. the way it was, where you just line up, run, run, pass. Totally different now with everything all spread out.
0: Bear, on a scale of 1 to 10, with uh, 10 being it's over, we win, no chance, 0 being we have no chance, like how confident are you of Tennessee winning in the swamp next year?
2: 1. <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> yeah. In
4: Florida had multiple stars, I think two on the offensive line entered the portal.
2: I don't care. Uh, but you guys haven't been paying attention. They, we have won down there four times in, in my lifetime.
0: Uh, I'm somewhere in between you guys. I put my confidence level at about a six right now.
4: I was at the 2015 game, like I said, the fourth and 13 from the end zone. Yeah, I don't want to relive that day. But
2: The GOAT play. That, that was that game. As
4: far as the portal, the BYU cornerback is the ball. He's already listed in the active Tennessee student directory.
2: Uh, we've seen that before. Seen guys. Remember, we? everybody thought uh, Toe Toe was coming back because he was still in the directory.
0: Yeah, but that's different. I mean, they there's a difference between a guy who's already, been playing he here, been still being listed there, and a guy that is, you know, going not to be like you and shows up in yeah. the – I would think that's a pretty good sign. All right. Yeah,
4: people saying the coaches have not publicly announced it because – once the portal ends, they don't want to piss off some of the veterans. This guy might come in and take his spot.
0: Sure. So
4: that, that's the rumor floating around on Ball Nation.
0: But. Uh, I think that year. you have to be very careful, and I think Hypo is. It sounds like – and I mean, he's A, wary of bringing guys in and upsetting what he feels like is a is a good culture that led to their success this year. And B, it, it sounds like he's encouraging some guys that he doesn't feel like contribute positively to that culture to go ahead and jump in the portal.
4: Oh, well, I'm sure. I mean, but this is y'all's comment a week or two ago. Y'all were talking about how the tiger roaming around. If you ever <laughs> see a tiger roaming around, you need to call Stu Allen and Phil from the hangover. They know how to put it out. All right, you have a good day and go well.
2: See a tiger roaming around. I'm- Probably A going to try and run like hell and B crap my pants. Maybe not in that order. Well they 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 took the
0: tiger from Mike Tyson's estate, as I recall.
2: Yeah, correct. I watched all three of those last week. Still incredible.
0: As I recall, the first one was much better than the second two.
2: I I enjoyed Yeah, but I mean I they're all good, clean, fun.
1: Russ, I did have a question I wanted to backtrack to. Chris mentioned needing a quarterback to be able to win championships. Do you think he's meaning a competent quarterback or just an elite quarterback? Because I would argue the championship from the last two years yeah. had a quarterback that I would not draft, Yeah, and a guy that can do what he's supposed to. You while have the, to have good quarterback play yeah. to win in football at any level.
2: No, I think in the NFL anymore, it's gotten to the point where you you almost have to have elite quarterback play to win a Super Bowl.
1: I would agree with that. I think college, you can still build around a decent quarterback without needing an elite quarterback. NFL, you definitely need one of those guys that can make a difference. That's what everybody's looking for. When was the last tomato
0: can quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Brad Johnson back in 04, 05, whenever that was.
2: Dilfer... No, that was before it was Brad 2000. Johnson. I'm going to take a pounding on this one, man. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, and we've got to go to break. Peyton Manning, Denver Broncos, his last Super Bowl.
0: Wow. Wow. Let's go to break. A, a I can't believe you went there. B, you're not wrong. I mean he he was basically Trent Dill for Brad Johnson. He he was Neil O'Donnell in that quarter in that Super Bowl. God, he
2: was practically in a damn wheelchair. He couldn't feel he was, his he, he couldn't feel Peyton. his throwing hand, dude. He had very little grip. It was the nerve damage. But that's what made it so special. It was a Jim Schwartz and the Titans. The bounty they put on his head. Stop. You know there was a bounty on Peyton's oh, head when he played dumb. for the Dolts. That's dumb. Stop.
0: Stay with us. The drive. Shout out to Jim Schwartz back in the big time. Cleveland Browns defensive coordinator. The shocking conclusion of the drive coming up. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. Back to wrap things up after this. The The drive. Back to you on the drive, wrapping up on a Wednesday afternoon slash Wednesday evening edition of the show. Yeah, man, this this iPhone
2: update is just not doing it for me, Bear. Like, oh, I, I hate it. Marcus has completely failed at helping me figure out how to put the uh- – it's just the home screen that's driving me nuts, right? uh, it, Russ? The thing that's driving me nuts right now is
0: everything texting. the The voice texting thing is out of whack, but like they I put them up go, at the bottom. If you noticed that, well, I'll go and look at my messages, and you know the arrow up in the top left that says like you've got two unread messages. Yeah, I'll click on that and I'll go back, and there's no unread messages.
2: Yeah, it's it's getting kind of glitchy. My deal is, is when you you got on your lock screen and you, and you touch it to light it up and it it's showing them, it shows them at the bottom it's doing a lot of weird stuff you aren't real good at checking your texts sometimes um this is where you tell me how popular you are and how many hundreds and hundreds of texts you get every day i mean sometimes i don't know if
0: you realize but i'm hosting this stupid radio show and um
2: yeah, one would I think hosting this stupid on it and think about uh, what I'm
0: saying. Yeah, but and, as woman, opposed to looking at my text messages all the time.
2: Well, one would think that since you're hosting this stupid radio show, especially when you're doing it from your house, that you might want to check in on the show group text to know whether or not we have callers. I, or, do.
0: I I haven't missed a. I haven't missed a single call today.
2: Well, no. I mean, Marcus screwed up earlier and didn't text you one, but other than that, I had my. I had to put together my stories for four stories also Uh, the thing that russell does in like 15 seconds when you're not here
1: sometimes i like to take the time and reading names that i might have to try to pronounce (laughs) you still botch him i didn't say i was good at it i just said i tried touche uh i to, to answer your question barry it looks like you can tap and hold the screen to edit your lock screen tap and hold according to this website
0: yeah, my, mine is all messed up because now I'm, there are texts that I know I got earlier today that I'm not seeing anymore. Anyway, 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 moving on. Overtime coming up next on many of these fan run affiliates. Don't know what we've got on this uh, docket, the agenda for tomorrow. We will uh, we'll get into something good, I'm sure. Let's grab a call. From our good friend Roger. Good afternoon, Roger. You're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Uh,
5: well, hey, uh, hey, guy. Hey, Russell Baird. Uh, How's how everybody doing tonight, tonight? Doing
0: well. Hope you are, Raj.
5: Yeah, yeah, doing good. Thank you. Doing good. Thank you. I uh, just uh, a question for you, Russell. Uh, a few questions for y'all. First question is, is I just want to ask you is, uh, if you didn't save in uh, Alabama, I know it might be a question, but I just want to ask you about Pruitt. Um, if you had a chance to hire him back to Alabama to be the corner, uh, if you if he, if you did say even if you had a chance to, to hire to hire him back to do, uh, w- w- would you do it or not do it? Uh, uh, right, so I, I know. A, it, I, know I means, mean, I would I absolutely
0: he... do it, Roger, if I thought okay. that he wasn't going to okay. be getting an NCAA show cause. But yeah. I think he's going to get. I think the NCAA is going to hit him with a ten-year or so show cause for the shenanigans that he presided over here at Tennessee. And I don't think even the mighty Nick Saban is going to be able to touch Jeremy Pruitt with a 10-foot pole. Got
5: gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. All right. Um, also, um, uh, you're talking about the pole on the games, right? So, uh, what game was it, again? Uh, I meant that. Uh, was, uh, what, what question, again, you, you asked on the On the pole? What, what regular it, season
0: the Tennessee basketball game? are you okay. most looking forward to? And as we approach 500 votes cast, 50%, half the respondents say Kentucky at rough. That, or not most looking forward to, the game they most want to win. The most, the game okay. they most want to see the balls win. 50% say Kentucky, 40% say Alabama, 5% say Texas, and 3% say Auburn. Okay. Um, I would say it's, it's, it's
5: kind of hard to... My guess would be Alabama game because it's at home and it's, and uh, I remember that team. So so I would I would say the like, getting that at the top of my head I would say Alabama game right here at home. Is it, is it here at home? Is it here? Yes. Special? Okay. Yes. I would say was it was, it, was it here at home? And Alabama. It drank a lot upper high. I would say I'll I say Alabama game. I would I would say is that, uh, is that hard they, to argue is with that, Roger? It's a big one.
0: It's a big one. That might yeah. be the de facto SEC regular season title game.
5: So, yeah, I have to uh, – so what would you, uh, so you uh, – Russell, Re- 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 which one – what, what game would you, would you pick out of that? Out of that, Russell,
0: out that game? how of that? Oh, man, I I can make a good case for all of them. Um, I want to win that Texas game for, for Barnes, man. I, I don't want him going out 0-2 against the Longhorns. Uh, But it's hard o- – on paper, it should be Alabama. On paper, that's the most important game. That's the biggest game right now. That's the one, but from a pure fan rivalry perspective, it's Kentucky, Raj. You want to go interrupt. Yeah. I don't want to get swept by those mouth breathers.
5: we yeah. got to go in there and I hear get them. I hear yeah, yeah. it's hard for me, too. I guess right now, is that might, might my mind right now, but I'm kind of, it's here at home, too. I remember is at first top and it's, 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 it's out here at home. We don't want to lose your home again, you know. That's why it's important, yep. you know, to me. Got to protect you know? our
0: house, Roger It's a hard one. That's a good smoking hot question right there.
5: Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, uh, we, 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 we uh, you'll you have a good night, okay? Have a good Thanks, night. Thanks, You too,
0: buddy. Appreciate you, my friend. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Bear. Thank you. What's the other guy? Oh, yeah. Marcus. Marcus. Thanks, buddy. We'll do it again tomorrow, 3 to 6, right here on Fan Run Radio. The will